from the beyond and taunting interviews with your cringeworthy host, Woody G. Watts. Welcome to Hill City Paranormal. This is Woody Watts with Hill City Paranormal, and I have a loyal listener with me today. Garrett reached out to me on social media, social media I absolutely love, by the way. It connects everybody. Instagram is my favorite for Hill City Paranormal. Garrett reached out to me and mentioned that he had some awesome stories to tell. Garrett, I'm so happy you reached out to me. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on here. Absolutely. So when you reached out to me, first of all, I'm always a sucker for just some spooky stories. And you you kind of had me at the beginning when you said you had re- two really good ones to share and I'm automatically I'm ready to I'm ready to listen. So Garrett, I've got a couple of questions for you, but I want to hear these stories, man. So so tell everybody some of the experience that you had mentioned to me. Well, um, the two stories that I brought up were they took place actually not that long ago. The first one took place at the uh, Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, which I'm pretty sure, as many of us would know, uh, inspired Stephen King's The Shining. Um, so already I was like, okay, I'm so excited to be, to be here, to stay here. I was sleeping uh, just across the hall from the famous 217 room, and um, that night... Um, it was like our first night there and um, I really wanted to stay up late and um, do some investigating just around the Stanley hotel. Cause it's like, I was so excited. Um, so my dad went out with me for um, the first part. Uh, he was stayed up till about 1130. Um, and uh, then he tapped out. Uh, it was pretty quiet that night. Like not much was happening. Um, and it was until he left. Um, he went to bed. I stayed up for about another hour and a half or so. And um, that's when things started getting, getting like creepy. And, uh, oh man, there were so many things that happened. Um, the first thing that happened was I was on the fourth floor of the Stanley Hotel. So I walked up to the fourth floor. There is this um, staircase almost in the um, fourth floor in the middle of the hallway that goes to like this attic area um, that was, that actually used to be where um, there, was, there was a nursery up there, but they have it blocked off now. So I was standing by the um, this attic area, this stairwell, and um, I had my recorder out, and I was asking very quietly because I didn't want to wake anybody. Is anybody there? And I asked a couple more. I think about the fourth question. I hear this giant thud from the top of the staircase and it shook me to my core and I was like, Oh my God, I I thought something may have fallen over or I don't know what happened, but there was like this big thud and it happened again, happened twice. It was like a, like just really loud. And I thought, Oh my God, people have had to hear this. People had have to hear this. I'm not, no, I know other people have experienced stuff like this. Um, but, um, nobody woke up. So I was confused, and then I saw what – I looked back up at the attic, and I'll never forget this. I swear I saw what looked like a hand, like a shadowy hand, just creeping its way back through the 
attic, and this this attic is she- sealed shut. There's no way somebody can get in there. I swear, that's what I saw. And I already, I was like, I was terrified. I was also had that moment like, holy crap, I saw what I wanted to see. <laughs> like that moment of like, yeah, just. And that's not all that happened that night. Um, what else that happened that night? Um, I was walking back to my room, um, sneakily trying to get back to my room. And I walked by the famous 217 room. And uh, I looked at it and I was like, sick. <laughs> like, like that cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's the one. That's the one. And, um, that's the one in the movie. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's a supply closet right next to uh, 217. It's just a bit down the hall. I walk by it. And the door swings open. And uh, that's what got me. That's, that's what, that sent me, like, running back to my my room. And, uh, you know, I didn't wake my parents. I just got in bed. And then I woke up the next morning. My parents were like, how was your investigation? I'm like, that was, like, the greatest night of my life. <laughs> it was, <laughs> was the best so, investigation ever. That was so amazing. It was the best thing. Ever. It was the best oh. investigation I had. So I right, so I right, yeah. so tell me I right, tell me about the trip itself too. So so both of these things happened the same night. Okay, now what brought you here? Was it to do just an investigation? Were you all in town? Like what what like drew you to this? Well, obviously because you know The Shining, but like were you there specifically <laughs> for that, or were y'all like on vacation or what? We were actually all on vacation. Um, I am the paranormal buff of my family, um, and I kind of. They don't mind, but most of the time I like to drag them into these things. Um, my mom, bless her heart, um, amazing. She surprised. Uh, we were we met. We booked a vacation to Estes Park uh, in 2018 in Colorado, um, and bless her heart, she surprised me by saying, "Hey, we booked a night at the Stanley Hotel." Oh, um, that is the best mom. Way to go, mom. She's an amazing mom. Yeah, and uh, my dad told me like we were we were staying and like all about that stuff. So yeah, they were, they were extremely nice. And for doing this, um, because I told them a long time ago, I was like, that's, that's a place I want to stay. It's a bucket list. And <laughs> yeah. for many reasons, really oh, for, for like one, because yeah. like one of the best movies ever. And then two stuff like that, stuff like that, man. Exactly. Oh, that's so awesome. All right. So, so all right, I'm going to back up a little bit. All right. So you're, they surprise you with the trip there that you're going to stay there you have your equipment okay and you're there and you see the hand right so like what like tell me one were you able to get anything on your equipment and two i mean how in the world were you able to sleep that night i mean you that was your that was your night there and two things happened (laughs) yeah man um i slept pretty well that night mostly because uh just Honestly, I'm a, I'm a pretty good sleeper. Once it gets late at night, uh, I, I get to sleep pretty well. But I did have, like, that feeling every – I did wake up once in the middle of the night uh, for no reason, and I got that feeling. Like, I remember seeing that hand, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay. And then I, but then I just, like, went back to sleep five minutes later. But um, I kind of got uh, – a bit, like, kind of. Um, it, it's like a very – because of course, with all images, it has to be like this. Um, I pulled out my phone. I took a couple of pictures of. I tried to get a couple of pictures, and I swear I got something. What looked like the hand kind of slipping its way back in. Um, 
for the loud thuds, um, sadly, I turned off my recording device um, when those happened because they happened to think about, I was up there for about 15 or 20 minutes or so, just sitting in that one spot. And then I was like, okay, it's time to move on. I was packing up and then two thuds. Then I see the hand, pull out my phone, try to get some picture. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, people, that is one thing that in, in every comment section that you see, oh, it's blurry pictures. Nobody has evidence. Well, until you're in that situation, because these things don't really, they never happen on your schedule. So you can be sitting there with a camera and it's like, it's not going to happen right when your hands on the button, it's, it's going to happen like when you're packing up or, you know, the equipment is not exactly right or your phone's about to die that it's happened to me several times. That's just the way it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That just, that just happens. Now tell me, all right. So when you first got there with your family, uh, what vibe or what feeling did you have? Did you instantly have a feeling that you were going to, you know, potentially see something or what was the, uh, yeah, I said like, what was the vibe when you walked into the hotel? Well, um, I think one of the stigmas that uh, revolves around paranormal and like haunted places like this is that the spirits that are there or the things that happen are because happen because they're evil or they're restless spirits. That's really not the case at all. Some of the times they're just, they just happen to be there. And, um, and I did get a bit of a vibe, like a, like I was going to see something, but I didn't get like a vibe that something was going to happen to me. Like I was going to get hurt or something was going to attack me. I got a vibe like, okay, there are things here. I'm probably going to see one of them tonight, but I know I'm probably get, not going to like, get hurt or anything. Oh, so, okay. You didn't have like a necessarily a negative feeling. Like you knew like, yeah, <laughs> this place has a, this place has an energy about it that you can feel, but it wasn't necessarily a, I'd better lock the door and stay in my room energy. No, no, I didn't get that at all. I did get like a really cool kind of feeling like that first uh, shot of the shining when they walk up and they see the overlook hotel. Yeah. That's kind of like, what I was, that's kind of like what I was feeling. <laughs> that's such an awesome gift for you. All right, so, so again, like all right, after you left the hotel, what, what, what what was your parents' thoughts for one? Like, I mean, they were not obviously they were nice enough to book the trip there, but then like like what what did they think about your findings or what happened to you? Um, well, actually, mom, my dad um, was with me for about half of that, but he obviously he wasn't there for the banging on the doors. Um, but they seemed to believe me, and they still seem to stand by what I said. They haven't been very. My mom is a bit more skeptical. I like to say but she doesn't like automatically shoot down like what I, I say. And I, and when I, when I explained it to her, she seems pretty like, okay, okay. Um, and um, my dad was up with me for a bit of it. And he, he kind of ha- was agreeing with me as well, because before that, before all of that um, happened to me, we, um, we were on a ghost tour. We, on a, uh, we, we did a paranormal walk of the hotel and um, the tour guide there, uh, got us to do some things that I think convinced them that there was something there. The one was, uh, this is the classic move I've seen people do. Uh, you just get two pencils, put the erasers together. You ask a question and you're not supposed to move the pencils. Supposedly whatever's there is going to move the form. And 
I did not move a muscle and I felt something pushing those pencils together. My mom felt it. I got her, I got her to do this with me. Um, mm. and, um, and, uh, they just something pushed against them. And, uh, and as a sign, like, Hey, there's something there. So we had some encounters before, uh, like the big stuff happened that kind of maybe convinced them. Okay. Yeah. Something was there. Yeah. Kind of planted the seed that, uh, it was going to be a fun night. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, so now this wasn't the only story that you mentioned to me. The other now I'm going to tell you something on this other one. This is not the first time that the Queen Mary has come uh, up in this podcast. So so when you uh, sent me that I'm like, man, this place is like this is a hot spot. <laughs> so that, tell so tell me uh tell me about your experience on the Queen Mary. Well, before I talk about the experience, I just need to say the Queen Mary, my uncle works there. So I have been there many, many times. And I have to say, out of all the paranormal places I've been, the Queen Mary, hands down, is the scariest place I've ever been. Um, but it's also one of the greatest. It's so rich in history. Uh, there's so much to do there. Um, you can walk the halls aimlessly and just get lost in like, everything about it uh it's one of the coolest places to ever be but at night it's also one of the scariest i had many moments where uh, i almost froze up especially there's this one room the boiler room uh every time i go in i've been in that room i think three or four times on tours um and stuff and uh, i go with my friends and um my friends and i usually have a good time we're, we're laughing and i was like because we're happy to be there with each other. And then the moment we get down into that room, laughter stops, joy stops, just silence. There's something about that place that just gives me all of the creeps. It's, it's insane. Um, so yeah, this ship is one of my favorite places. Um, and, uh, I love being there and, uh, it's where I have some of my best stories. And this is definitely the best story I have there. I can't, um, I can't wait. I, I, cause I believe we, we talked to, we talked to, um, quite a few people that have been there. And like, like you said, there is a feeling once you walk through the doors that it's just a different energy at that place. Oh yeah, for sure. For tell, sure. Tell, all right. Tell me what happened. What, what is your, your top experience on the Queen Mary? All right. My top experience took place last year in the summer of 2019. Uh, we were doing a late night investigation. Um, the Queen Mary has these tours um, you can book, and they, they go from like 11 to 2 a.m. And they take you to um, multiple spots on the ship, uh, like some of the best hot spots. And um, that's it's probably like the best night I had in terms of experiencing the paranormal. I was with my friend Shannon. Uh, she and I. And we, we actually were doing this really cool thing. We were doing a uh, paranormal road trip of Southern California. So um, awesome. I found some, yeah, we went to a lot of places. We went to local places, more uh, known places like Black Star Canyon. And um, we went to all those places. And our final stop was the Queen Mary. Um, so we get on and we get our equipment um, handed to us. And um, we get the lowdown of like what we're going to do everything that's going to happen and what we might see. And we get this backstory about this, the ghosts and all that. And um, then, then comes the part where the guide will let you 
walk anywhere in the room and um and he'll let you find a spot sit there try to talk to the spirits and um see if anything happens um so shannon um she went off to uh another place in the in the engine room this was in the engine room um this is our first stop and she went to a place called watertight door 13. I went into a room that is normally closed off to the public, very small, um, dark room. I like keeping your engines running, there's like water dripping in there. Um, and, um, very, very small. And there's this faint light that goes to this back hallway. That's super, super narrow. You can only get there like this very small staircase. And I was in that room with a father and son. They were in there and I was in there with them. And, um, we had our, phones out and recording devices and um, everything else that the guy gave us. And um, we just asked questions. We asked uh, specifically the one, this is what happened before. This is important to know. Uh, there's, a, there's a ghost on the ship of a girl named Jackie. Nobody knows uh, where she came from or how she died. I believe she died in the first class swimming pool because that's what she's seen the most. But she can go anywhere on the ship. And... Um, we asked if she was there. Um, we asked, waited a bit, no reply. I asked one. I asked one more time if she was there. And right at that moment, I looked down that hallway that I mentioned earlier. And down that hallway was the, and I could make it out, was the shadow of a little girl. Oh. And I know it was. I know it was because I know um, she. The way it stood there, um, the way it, um, kind of moved and, and it just stood there for like a solid three or four seconds before running into the wall. And then after that, um, like 10 seconds later, I, then I, I was so shocked by this 10 seconds later, then I pointed and I said, and I said, something moved, but already the thing was gone. Um, I, I believe it was Jackie. Um, but, uh, they didn't see it because I was so just like something moves. Like I was like so shocked and I got out of there. I got out of that room and, uh, Shannon said that my eyes were wider than like, uh, cue balls, uh, <laughs> I believe. And, um, I was, cause I was so mesmerized by what I just saw. Yeah. And, um, that was that was the one, but there was also another wow. incident that happened that night. This is this is a, this is an incredible night for paranormal stuff. Yeah, it was like it. in the it was in the dreaded boiler room that I had mentioned. Um, we were in this one little room that they have set up um, for ghost tours. It's like they have props and stuff in there, but all of that was turned off that night. So it, like some of the lights were on, and um, it wasn't as dark as in there. But so like you can tell that that some of that stuff is fake. But everybody who was in that room with me, including my friend Shannon, like everyone, the guide, we, I feel like we were being played with because there was this whistle that kept happening, and nobody was whistling. We, just, we swear, like we we did this thing where we um, everyone covered their mouths. Uh, the guides told us to cover their mouths, and um, we said wait and just listen. We listened. And like multiple times, he said, there's a whistle, there's a whistle, where? There's a whistle. this guy was just like whistling, something was whistling at us. And I have it on tape. Um, 
of us like all acting so confused, like where is that coming from? So, um, and then we tried asking if somebody there, and then we heard a little knock, and then left. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, that is awesome. So, so tell me, all right, tell me a little bit about your paranormal history, I guess. So, I mean, you you yeah. have some amazing stories already. For one, I think the fact that y'all did a road trip is just a fantastic idea and i think i'm going to try to convince my wife to do that with me um so so what i took fill me in on your paranormal history like like at what age were you interested did you have experiences uh you know when you were young like what kind of led you into wanting to investigate these places well for one uh as of now i'm 17 and i've been investigating the paranormal since i was like 10 or maybe even a bit younger. Um, I remember I first got into paranormal when I was reading a book called like a hundred scariest things on earth. Um, like it had stuff about like monsters or like actual animals that have killed people. But the part that got me the most was the haunted house section. And I remember reading about two places in particular, one called uh, Left Castle, which is located in Ireland and another place called uh, Chillingham Castle, which is located in the UK. I remember reading about those thinking like, wow, that's so, I was just so intrigued by it. And that uh, it just led me down this rabbit hole of, you know, haunted places and um, things that can't be explained. And um, I've been to, um, I think, oh man, I've been to a lot of places. I can't count right now, but I've been to a lot. I've been to places in Europe. Uh, I've been to places around the U.S. Um, heck, I was just at a place yesterday, to be honest. I was at a paranormal place yesterday. Um, so that's how, that's how uh, intrigued I am by all of this. Man, you've already so, – so you're 17 and you've already – you have a uh, a long list of investigations already. That That is amazing, man. I'm so, I'm so excited to hear that you, you, you found this interest – and then you're just going at it. Yeah, it's it's really um I know it sounds weird for me to say this, but it, it really is fun. Um it's so cool to read about just the history about all of these places and just kind of get a glimpse into that past and um it's so a lot of fun. Also, I love bringing my friends and family along with it because then they get to kind of experience that with me. I always make sure that I have somebody with me when I'm doing this, because if something does happen, then I want to make sure that, you know, they've seen this. That's a great idea. That is a good point because you don't want to be the one at the party telling everybody the wild story. Nobody believes you. You need to have that, uh, that wingman beside you to kind of help you out. Right. Yep. <laughs> well, sure so, so tell me, uh, are there places that are on your bucket list? I know you, you've checked off a couple already, in, in your journey, but what are some other places that you want to investigate? Well, um, like I said, it all started with me reading about this place called Lev Castle and, uh, I still have yet to go there, but that is my, as of now, that is my bucket list, a haunted place to visit. Um, because that place I've heard, um, like, like with all the other places I've been, um, Queen Mary, um, uh, this place called the Sedlec Ossuary, which is basically like this church made of bones. Mm. Um, all of these places, um, they don't 
the spirits there, they don't have like a vibe that they're going to hurt you or something like something like that. Like the, the stigma, like I said. Yeah. But I've heard stories from West Castle that that chill me. Mm. Um, people have said that they've had stuff happen to them there that is unlike anything else. Like people have had hair ripped out. Um, they've had scratch marks on pe- as they've left. Um, uh, they've seen things like uh, a shape-shifting ghost, um, monk with no face, um, all of these things. And they say that they that something was evil about them. Uh, that's why I want to go there because I want to see if it's true. Like, I want to see if like all of this crazy stuff that I heard about this place is true. Yeah. You want to experience, you want to actually experience it. Now I know what, what is the name of this place again? It's called left castle L E A P. Um, so left castle and it's in okay. Ireland. Okay. All right. So what are you, when you go on these investigations, what are, what is the equipment that you take? Like, what are your must haves? Well, obviously, um, I bring this a little, um, recording device. Um, it's actually most of the time it's used to uh, hear bat echolocations, but, um, if you're quiet enough, uh, if you get into a quiet room, sometimes you can hear things coming through it, um, like static or maybe even what sounds like a whisper. Um, I'll occasionally get one of those, um, when I'm on the Queen Mary. Um, another thing I always bring is my phone, uh, to take, excuse me, to take pictures and, um, also to like just document stuff. Sometimes I'll take notes on my phone. Uh, the other thing I bring is uh, my uh, notebook. I this is like nerd one one here. I bring this notebook because I just I like to document my findings and I like to say, hey, this happened here, and I can also check off where I've been. So yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's so awesome. Well, Garrett, I am so glad. One, you reached out to me with some amazing stories, but also you've got to keep us updated. So like in your journey, since you're a traveling man, like let us know, you know, the places you go, the experiences you have, because I'm all, like I said, I am always up for some good stories. And it seems like wherever you go, something's going to happen. I think I sort of seems like that. I guess you can call me lucky for that. That's uh, right, man. That's right. I, yeah, I've seen some things that some paranormal investigators will wait a, a whole lifetime to see, and I really consider myself lucky for that. Do you do you feel like maybe you have? Because I know there there are some people that we've talked to that are really just in tune to the happenings around them, and there's some of us like I for one, I get caught up in the moment really easy, and I can kind of miss things. But my wife, she's really hypersensitive to things. Do you feel like that is the case with you? And then that when you go to a place, you are just, I don't want to say more aware, but you're, you're kind of in tune with the energy there. Yeah. I'm like a mixture of both. Um, whenever the tour died, uh, I, cause you don't normally that's how I'd start things off when I, with these, uh, I, I go on a tour to get like a feeling of the place. And, um, I always want to listen to the history first. Like I want to just get the backstory so I'm always tuned and listening and I'm looking around, taking the place in. But then um, after that, when like you get that little time to wander, I'm very hypervigilant. I always look, I take pictures of everything. Uh, I never take just one photo of one spot. I take multiple. Uh, I got to like clean my, my phone storage after like a trip. 
just so I can find out, like, like does this one have one? Does this one have one? Yeah. Man, that's, uh, that is actually great advice because you can't, I, I guess one piece of evidence can be written off, but if there's multiple different angles, different recordings, then it's a little bit harder to just dismiss it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's great advice, by the way. Well, Garrett, Thank you. man, I appreciate you reaching out and you have our number. So you please keep Thank us you. updated because yeah. we, we want to know, we want to know the places you go and the stories that just happened to you. Cause, cause those are some good ones. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been a really fun. I'm really glad you guys, let me on because I love just talking about this stuff and just thank you so much for having me on here and I promise I will keep you guys updated with everything awesome. uh, I find this a lot more places this summer so I will let you know thank you guys again I can't thank you enough for having me on hey you you are welcome anytime alright man be sure to check out our website at hillcityparanormal.com and call our haunted hotline 701 Haunted or 701 428 6833 with your special.